Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Steel Minds Podcast. I'm your host, Andres Lombana, and just before we start today's episode, I'll be glad if you guys could do me a favor and subscribe and rate this podcast through any platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, so you don't miss any new episodes. So, how have you been? It is June, and while you're enjoying summer, my ass is freezing right now here in Australia, <laughs> closer to July and August is when winter hits harder. But anyways, in December, I will be the one laughing at you because I will have sun and you won't. <laughs> Kidding. You guys know I deserve to you to be well at any time during any time of the year. So it's been quite hectic because I was reflecting lately how much things change have changed since I moved here. And because um, if you remember, I'm Colombian, but currently based in Sydney. So I've been thinking that many people don't have the opportunity to travel abroad because of, dif of different reasons. Right now, because of COVID, but also because of, I don't know, preferences or just because life happens. Yet the opportunity might come, hopefully, in the future. Anyways, I said to myself, I have evolved so much since two years ago that I moved that the person that arrived here in 2019 is not the same anymore especially because of life circumstances. And I have compiled a list of things that life has taught me in the meantime. And I wanted to share this with you because I think in some sort of way, it can also, it can also hit the spot in you. And because this motivation podcast is all about transforming our mind, God, I can tell you, this can help you a lot. Not exclusively if you're thinking of moving or something, But rather, if somehow you find yourself in a similar situation, it can help, I promise you. So, all right, let's start with today's content. So I created a series of key points regarding personal life experiences. And not only based on life of personal life experiences, but also on, on different points of view that I compile from other people that um, have been in my same position as being a migrant, you know, like coming from another country and, set, and settling down in other place, like regarding life situations, similar life experiences. Like it's all things combined that make me uh, finally like create this episode for you. So enough with the chit chat and I will start. What being a migrant and living alone has taught me? First, living alone is the best decision you can take, but it's going to cost you And it's going to cost you a lot at the beginning. So I did live with my family before. And I was in the comfort zone. There's something called in Spanish living at Hotel Mama. So that means you're basically living in your mom's place. Well, in, with your parents. But you normally, I don't know why, we say in mom's place. And you don't do shit. They wash the clothes for you. They cook for you. You don't pay the bills. You don't pay rent. And life is good. You only worry if you're going out and coming back. But moving alone, moving out and living alone without any financial help, that costs. If you never cooked before, you'll learn how to. If you never washed your clothes before, well, you'll have to learn. And if you never earn a single cent to pay rent, you will have to move your ass. If you share a room with somebody you don't know, you will have to tolerate many things that you don't like. Living alone means also knowing to stand up by yourself, not letting, not letting anyone to go over you. 
the hardest thing for me was, I'm being serious, learning to cook. <laughs> I remember I remember my first night trying to watch a YouTube video on how to grill a chicken breast. And I remember buying the groceries for the first time, you know. And I and it was the chicken was frozen. So and I was so impatient that I did not let the chicken to defrost. So I stabbed that icy chicken as hard as I could. I cut myself, I bleed, and of course, did not cook the chicken well. Actually, that was my first night. And the first time in my life that I had medium rare chicken. So you can imagine. <laughs> All of these costs, time and money mainly when you move out. But I think that's the real first step to get out of your comfort zone, to move out, to stand up for yourself, being able to look out for yourself without nobody's help. And it's quite shocking because you were used to mom's hotel. Living alone and moving out, however, is, best, is the best decision because you will start being more responsible with the daily things that you do in life. You will have to start tracking micro-life decisions to see what's best, what's the things that works for you. Now, what being a migrant and living alone has taught me? Everybody has a story to tell. No matter what, you should listen and you should respect. I live in a country where being a migrant is almost part of the story of everyone. You can be the first international settler from your family tree, or you can have a multicultural background. People with Irish, Chinese, Greek parents, or you can meet an Italian raised here in Australia, so you can't really tell how you would define the past of that person. But going into the main issue, everybody has taken a decision and that decision uh, place, has, has placed the person to be brought to this precise moment, to be right here. You either live in the US, in Canada, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Asia, you have a story, you have a background. And if life has been tough somehow to you, well, it has also been tough for lots of people, lots of people out there too. So it's easy to judge from appearances, but actually that's not fair. That's not fair, that's not fair at all because you don't know the life and the circumstances that that person has gone through. You may think a person behaves in a foolish manner just because it's part of its DNA. But what if the person has actual has actually a past, has actual past traumas that had led it to behave that way? What if the person is really protecting itself from people that have hurt the person before? And you know what they say, those who demonstrate anger or hate is because deep in their own hearts, they deserve and they want love. So actually being a judgmental person, that does not help. Rather, by understanding the cultural background and knowing the story of a person, that's how you might actually get why they act, how they act. For example, I was not a great friend of Asian people and I hate how they only interact among themselves. And I had to say it. But soon I discovered that their culture is somehow to be close to their most intimate circle, the most intimate circle of friends and the most intimate circle of family. And that trying to establish a friendship, a relationship might take a while. People say, for example, I might be loud sometimes, and that is true. Latin people, that's part of our culture. Being loud, being noisy, being social, 
being extroverts is what they teach us and how we should quote unquote behave and not being prudent not being prudent at all that also that can also backfire sometimes and we are very direct too while asian people prefer to be more persuasive i demonstrate directly what i want which in some cases it might be perceived as being rude but again that's part of the american culture and being raised into so again everybody has a story to tell and the last thing to do is to judge rather you better start irradiating love, smile, and accept that nobody will fit with what you think. Now, what being a migrant and living alone has taught me? Has taught me that stupidity costs. <laughs> stupidity costs, and it costs a lot. Especially if you are not mentally prepared for taking life decisions. So, you will make life mistakes. You will make mistakes. As a matter of fact... I did not think that this was some that this was something I would raise. But once you take decisions that affect unexpectedly your financial position, God, that's when it hurts. I've been scammed, I have wasted money a lot, I did throw away 4,500 bucks because of this purr. I was too naive for many life's choices that I ignore that they will affect my pocket. And this stupidity costs more when you're not prepared and have plans. For example, I gave away that amount of money without tracking any expenses. I did not know what was to track a personal budget. For example, I got fat at the beginning. I did not know what was to do a meal prep, what were the right things to buy to eat healthy. And I also ignore that reading and learning something new every day will help me grow the best version of me. To work in your body and in your personality and in your soul, that will help you face the worst situations. Even if you can control anything, when you're mentally prepared, you can face any life challenge. So stupidity do cost and it costs a lot, especially more when you're not mentally prepared. So if I was you, I would start trying to prepare into growing and reading and planning and getting mentally prepared every day. So, stupidity costs you a little bit less. Now, what being a migrant and living alone has taught me. Sometimes you gotta take the shot, even if you're not prepared. Living abroad and living alone will eventually push you to take on decisions faster. You will have to deal with many things by yourself. And many, many of these things will pop up when you least expect it. And everything is about um, timing. You either go full force, following your heart, on thinking that whatever decision you're making is the best for you, or you don't. The worst thing you can do is actually to not take on a decision. To be worried and doing nothing. That's the worst thing that you can do. To let life happen and eventually let it take decisions for you is the worst thing you can do. If you want to live life on your own terms, sometimes you got to take risks and dive with full force on taking the best decision you can make with what you have. So if you doubt too much, maybe it's better to start working on these kind of issues. But it helps. It definitely does, as you would be in charge of creating your own future instead of letting others decide for you, instead letting life decide for you. And it scares a lot. 
because you don't control your near future. You don't know what outcome to expect and you just hope for the best. But believe me, if your God tells you you have to do it and you have a very limited time to decide onto something, just do it and, don't, and you, don't, you just don't want to look back. Just do it. So if I was you, I would take every single shot and opportunity that life gives you. What being a migrant and living alone has taught me. Time can be either your best friend or your worst enemy. Many people don't perceive time as the most useful source they can have. So time management is essential. Not planning ahead, not having a, having a schedule, a to-do list, or something similar to sketch what you have to do will make you lose time. And time is ignored, especially when you are young. The thing is that down the road, when you look back and find that you've been standing in the same position regarding work, regarding financial success, regarding your goals, regarding things to achieve, standing in the same place during the last five years, for example, is a waste of time. Because if you want to grow, you got to evolve. And if you, go, if you want to evolve, you might want to plan ahead with your limited time what actions you should start taking right now. You only have 24 hours a day. Do you know how do you want to save yourself down the road in 5 to 10 years? If you do, you better start planning now and start using your time wisely. You know what hurts the most? When you find yourself in your 60s and you find that you haven't done anything you want because you did not took on managing your own time. Clock never stops and boy, next week I'm turning older, <laughs> but I'm glad I can tell that I have done a lot so far. So seize your day by managing your time wisely. When you never know, tomorrow it might be your last day standing on this beautiful, on this beautiful place we live. So if I was you, I would start trying to make a plan to better manage time. What being a migrant and living alone has taught me? To be grateful. To be grateful. That's it. To be grateful where you are right now because you are fine. There's at least a million people, there's a list of a million people in this world that would love to trade places with you right now. To be grateful because you are not exempted of living a life of disgrace. But other people have harder scenarios that they have to deal with. Right now, I don't have any social life at all. And I wish to stop working and be financially free to dedicate full-time to this podcast. But also, I'm in a place where opportunities do exist. And living in an English-speaking country generally lifts up greater chances of being wealthy and, have, and having a better life chance. A better life balance. And I'm glad of coming from... A from the place where I come from. But also, I have to be glad of having the opportunity of being here and not living, not living near cocaine plantations where there are everyday killings in my country. Glad that I got to study and glad that I know English to be able to communicate. And many people don't even have a chance to go to school or trying to learn a different language. Maybe many people debate if deciding to eat right now or later because there is no choice. If you can listen to me in English right now, you are better than at least 25% of the world population right now. You do know that because living in other parts of the world where you don't necessarily speak English is normally harder because the system and the government may not necessarily work. 
because there are higher chances of corruption, of kidnapping, of being shot to death, because your religion or race might cost your life, because many things that you can control can end up with you being persecuted, threatened, or harassed. And I know what's having to see that every day, because I come from a place where being totally safe is not guaranteed. So to be grateful is at least what you can do right now. And if you do understand what I'm saying to you right now in English, you should also be grateful. What being a migrant and living alone has taught me, to have associates and to have good connections. Have you heard that your personality is defined with the average five people you spend the most time with? And that is true. And in most, ca and in most cases, being well-connected can help you in many ways. To be in networking events and to be able to socialize and to spend time with people that have big projects or even more amazing connections, connections has helped me in many ways. To get a job, to be participant in forums of entrepreneurship and socializing my podcast and attracting more listeners. That's, that's the advantage of having connections. And that, for example, has helped me a lot. It's always good to have associates, especially you know why? Because if you also have a business, you might also want to start getting to know who's your next candidate, who's your, the next candidate you'll be hiring. Because getting people to know is the most powerful weapon you can have, and that's to get help in some sort of way. It's being hard for me culturally, but being able to adapt to the culture, to the place that I'm living right now, that's part of the process. And you should never stop learning. And again, that's why you got to be tolerant to the cultural background of people. Maybe your next worker or associate is Malaysian, and yet if they can be quite shy, they can also be very disciplined. And you need, for example, somebody that's very disciplined, somebody that can give you 110% more to your work. I have been, for example, being able to exploit my Spanish while networking, getting casual jobs on translation and giving Spanish lessons to enthusiasts has been another way to pay my bills. I have been invited to connect with more and more people once I decided to open up. And believe me, the amount of doors you can open with connections is unlimited. You never know if you're going to meet your future business partner tomorrow at that coffee session you might have with another friend. And again, it's about taking the shot and the, live and the given life opportunities. So if I was you, I would start trying to make more connections. And finally, what being a migrant and living alone has taught me is that you have to believe in yourself. Being alone is a constant. Even if you have a partner, you will be by yourself many times. And when a person can't stand being alone, that's when it's hard. Depression, anxiety, and sad thoughts will normally come by with time. The thing is that this relates again to be mentally prepared. When you find discomfort being alone, you will eventually face serious problems. Depending on somebody to make you happy is the worst lie that you can tell to yourself. Because living abroad without your family is already a hard situation. And it's way harder when you face that you are not, you are not ready to live without friends or a partner or without connections in the meantime. Sometimes you gotta be your best supporter and cheer up yourself because when nobody's there for you, you gotta believe in you. Believing that you are enough is the most pure way to demonstrate self-love, self-appreciation, and self-esteem. Who else but you is going to take care about the future projects and goals to achieve? 
Who else but you is going to take care about your wealth and your body? Who else but you is going to believe in that it's possible to be successful no matter the circumstances that you are into right now? And I had to live up by myself many times, being alone. And I will fail and keep achieving myself because I learned that in order to be enough, the first person you have to convince is you. So if I was you, I would rather tell to myself, I'm enough and I believe on me. Because it hits hard when you're not prepared to be alone with your thoughts, especially on a Sunday at 6 p.m. So those are the things that being a migrant and living alone has taught me. And with that, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. Thanks for being here with me in Steel Minds Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode as much as I do, please share it on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp, Telegram, LinkedIn, whatever social media or platform you use so more and more people listen to this podcast and help me grow this lovely audience we have. And remember, the best moment is to start right now. And I just hope today you have the best day of your life. See you next time.